0: OK, so you may call yourself a Kansas Cityan, but did you know the famous chocolate sandwich cookie that predates the Oreo was born right here in Kansas City? Come to a live podcast event with the People's History of Kansas City to get the story of Hydrox Cookies, the OG Oreo, complete with a taste test. We'll be at Rochester Brewing and Roasting Company in the Crossroads Friday, March 29th. Get your tickets now. They went crazy quick last time we did this. Go to KCUR.org cookies. See you there. Up to date wants to know what you're talking about with family and friends you can text utd to 816 601 4777 to tell us again 816 601 4777 this is up to date on kcur 89.3 i'm steve kraske Well, psilocybin, a drug commonly referred to as mushrooms, is currently classified as a Schedule I drug and outlawed in most states, but a Republican lawmaker out of St. Charles is hoping to ease the restrictions in Missouri. Representative Tony Lavasco has filed a bill that would allow the drug, with its hallucinogenic properties, to be used for medicinal purposes at a care facility and under the supervision of a medical professional. Joining us on a talk about the bill is Representative Lavasco. Representative, thanks for taking some time. I appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me. You
0: know, Representative, you call yourself a boring guy who's never smoked cigarettes or weed and you've never tried the drug that you're asking lawmakers to approve. So what is it that sparked your interest in legalizing the the medicinal use of psilocybin that definitely isn't a boring drug?
1: (laughs) Well, to be honest, you know, it kind of started off as just an exploration into medical freedom. uh, The idea Hmm. that, uh the government uh, ought not to get involved with a decision that you and your doctor uh, are making as to what's best for your health. And, and I kind of approached it initially just based on that. Uh, in my mind, uh, there were some folks that were looking for uh, alternative uh, ways to, to treat conditions they had. The government was telling them no, and I thought that wasn't right. But I got to be honest, the more I dug into it and the more I talked to folks and and really dug into the science, uh, I'm really a believer that this stuff is actually a really serious medical treatment.
0: Hmm. One of the people you talked to about all this was Elaine Brewer, who dealt with severe depression and suicidal ideation related to her husband's service with the Navy on one of its elite SEAL teams. How did her husband's service affect her and affect your thinking?
1: You know, that was a, a really difficult uh, testimony to listen to when we had the bill hearing last year. Uh, you know, Elaine kind of went through what she'd went through watching the uh the friends that she had made that were, were spouses of her husband's uh colleagues, uh, deal with with more and more of their husbands just not coming home. And that, that affected her very deeply. Uh she had, you know, become tightly knit into a lot of these folks' families, uh, and she was losing friends on a regular basis. Uh, which, you know, is not something that people really think about when it comes to PTSD related to to service members. So we, we tend to focus on uh, the people themselves, the the troops, but, uh, you know, their families uh, go through a lot as well. Uh, so, and so she would uh, she was very much uh, affected by that.
0: So she wound up trying psilocybin to deal with the anxiety. How did that work for her?
1: So my understanding is uh, she actually ended up having to leave the country in order to get the treatment because of, of how our laws are structured. Uh, I think she went to Mexico, if I remember correctly. Um, And ultimately, uh, she had a a handful of treatments. It wasn't a a long process. Uh, And she said it made major differences in her her coping and ability to to just kind of function. Uh, She's she's good.
0: I should point out that not many states have legalized psilocybin. However, some cities have decriminalized it. Let's listen to a little bit of uh, testimony here from Elaine Brewer, who talked about uh, how psilocybin helped her.
1: In July
0: of 2021, I was offered a life-changing experience along with six other special operations spouses to explore psychedelic-assisted treatment therapy. This treatment has not just saved myself, but so many others too. I'm sure you will hear it many times after this, but it was like 10 years of therapy in two days. I have seen this medicine work miracles. I have seen teammates on the brink of suicide find peace and presence. I have seen teammates who are drinking themselves to death who have now never picked up another drink since, even years after their plant medicine experience. I have seen so many come out of this treatment and the life is finally back in their eyes. I imagine it's people like Elaine Brewer that you're trying to help your Representative.
1: Oh, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, whether it comes to veterans or first responders, or we've got a whole classes of folks that are going through a lot of trauma and the traditional medical community doesn't have a whole lot of options for them. Uh, and I think this is just a wonderful way to, to give Again, optional uh, treatment methods uh, for folks that are interested with their doctor. Uh, you know, it's very controlled. This is not, uh, not something you're going to find at Walgreens anytime soon. But, uh, you know, I think it's something that really could help a lot of folks.
0: I was going to say maybe we shouldn't uh, p- progress in this conversation until we ask uh, the question about the elephant in the room here, which is that you serve in a general assembly that's pretty conservative. I've got a feeling this is going to be a tough sell with at least, you know, some members of your caucus.
1: You know, there's, you know, with any issue, there's always some folks that are going to be hard nosed. But generally speaking, the reception has been very, very positive. Uh, Remember, we're not talking about a recreational program. We're not talking about something that, uh, you know, the average person is just going to be grabbing out of a drugstore. Uh, We're talking about a controlled medical environment under the supervision of a physician. Uh, and we're also talking about a, a group of folks that, that, quite frankly, conservatives champion I, the, the idea that Republican Party would leave veterans and first responders out to dry because they're a little squeamish about uh, drug reform policy. You know, I, I think that's an easy thing to, to jump through. But uh, when you actually talk to the representatives, you'll find that it's very much the opposite.
0: I was going to say, given that, do you think you've got a realistic chance of getting something passed?
1: Absolutely. Uh, we've got an initial vote uh, scheduled tomorrow in committee. Uh, it is expected to go favorably. Uh, And then from there, it'll head to the floor after legislative spring break. So
0: we'll Uh, see. That's interesting. We'll be back in just a minute. There are other psychedelics being studied for treatment of PTSD and treatment-resistant depression. Uh, Why are you focused on this particular treatment?
1: Quite frankly, there's the most amount of actual research and and data behind it. Uh, Because you're right, there's quite a few other substances that uh, have been demonstrated to, to show some help. Uh, but psilocybin not only has the most uh, science uh, behind that, but quite frankly, the other thing that's uh, a huge deal is the lack of side effects. Uh, hmm. Other than a moderate increase in blood pressure, there, there's not a whole lot that uh, is going to happen to you if you take psilocybin uh, and you're you're not exactly going to have a good experience. Uh, you know, there, there's obviously re- reports of, uh, you know, bad hallucinogenic uh, uh, side effects in the moment, but long term health effects, uh, not so much. You're not going to overdose. You're not going you to get yourself killed. Uh, and so, it's an incredibly lo- low risk treatment option for folks. Huh.
0: Tell me a little bit more about the therapy process here. How do magic mushrooms work exactly?
1: So the the, the concept, as far as how it works uh, on your brain, I, that's that science is a little bit behind <laughs> above my head. But uh, my understanding is the the concept is called neuroplasticity. Uh, and the idea is that it kind of opens your your brain up to the ability to to kind of rewire itself, to to use wow. a metaphor. Um, I, I've likened it a bit to getting a, a cortisone shot in a in a damaged uh, knee. It doesn't necessarily heal the damage by itself, but it allows your body to to kind of adapt sufficiently uh, that your natural healing methods can uh, can kick in.
0: And we should point out that Elaine Brewer, in her testimony, said that some people felt relief in as few as two treatments. Representative, that's pretty interesting.
1: Oh, absolutely. I think one of the biggest selling points for this uh, this product is that. It doesn't require long-term use. Uh, It's not a traditional pharmaceutical that you might uh, expect to be on for months or years. Uh, Most folks have very limited experience with it, and then they kind of move on with their lives.
0: Would insurance be required to cover this form of treatment?
1: It would not. Uh, The bill specifically uh, says that insurance is not required, uh, nor is it required to be uh, provided in the correctional facilities or or similar things. It's just an optional, uh, optional thing. Of course, they could cover it if they wanted to. Um, but the idea being is that uh, this is more about giving people options than about mandates.
0: Is it expensive then?
1: You know it shouldn't be. Uh, the biggest expense is, that we've seen is likely going to be the uh, the stay at the actual facility, uh, because the effects do last several hours. Uh, it is expected in most cases to be an overnight stay, uh, and so of course that that does get kind of expensive depending on where you're oh. going. But uh, we're looking to partner with some universities who are doing some studies to to perhaps uh, lower the uh, the cost of options for the people that are wanting to, to try this.
0: I should point out that you filed a similar bill last year that didn't pass. What's so different this time around?
1: Well, honestly, it was we narrowed the scope. Uh, The bill last year did include those other types of uh, psychedelics, uh, as we mentioned earlier. uh, And a lot of folks were just a little bit less comfortable with those types of things. Uh, Many of the other psychedelic uh, compounds do have a little bit uh, higher risk and uh, side effects associated with them, not to mention their uh, potential for abuse. Psilocybin didn't have any of those problems. Uh, As soon as we narrowed the scope to that, Uh, People started listening.
0: You know, one reason some people don't seek treatment for PTSD or depression is the negative stigma that can come with it. You know, if this passes and people start receiving help through this, you know, natural drug, is it something that would show up on a drug test with, say, maybe a future employer?
1: You know, I'm not sure that it would actually show up in a normal drug uh, pattern. I'm sure there's ways of testing for it uh, that that are out there. I, I doubt that's something the average employer is searching for. Uh, But one of the things that's worth noting is that the effects do leave your body somewhat quickly after the experience ends. Uh, As I said, it's uh, nine to 10 hours uh, somewhere in there seems to be the average. Uh, But realistically speaking, uh, we are looking at a situation where someone could get treatment over the weekend and return to work on Monday without uh, adverse effects. Um, Where does
0: the House speaker and the leadership of the House stand on this issue? Do you have any feel for that yet?
1: Well, I don't think they've made any statements publicly, but uh, privately, they've been very open to the discussion.
0: That's really interesting. Well, that's Representative Tony Lavasco from the St. Charles area about his bill uh, pushing the idea of magic mushrooms in Missouri as a therapy for folks who suffer from depression and anxiety. Representative, it's uh, great to have you on the show. Thanks for taking some time with us today. Thanks very much. You bet. Up to Date is produced by Zach Wilson, Reginald David, Elizabeth Ruiz, Zach Perez, and Hannah Cole. Our intern is Claudia Brancard. Our announcer and engineer is Paul Nakatura. Our theme music is composed and performed by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Steve Kraske. Thanks for listening.